live. Live and in living color. Live and really early on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Really. Depends on when you went to bed. <laughs> well, here's the big question. What time did you go to bed? Uh, midnight, I think. So oh. I guess it really isn't that early. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, it's not late. I got more sleep than I do during the week. Let's just put it that way. So oh, nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nope. It is perfectly good. And now I have my coffee. So I got that going for me, yeah. which is nice. As do I. Yeah, buddy. Turn it. Turn it. There we go. You're just all about the sports stuff today, huh? Yeah. You like that? Yep. Chicago Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we might as well pick up where we left off. Yep. Uh, last week. Uh, oh. Ellie... Hello, everybody. Two nerds, oh. one quest. <laughs> yeah. I suppose we could do that, too. That's I'm, Norm. I'm Norm. I'm... That's JC. Uh, this is our weekly D&D thing. Game. <laughs> Game. Thing. One-on-one. -on -one. Campaign. Playing one on one DM versus my guinea pig. It's really funny because you put versus. <laughs> you said versus, which it really isn't, but it has definitely felt like it these first two sessions. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd have to say that your mentality in the first two actual sessions has been kill kill Aaron on. It's not not on purpose. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. I feel like it has been. I feel like it's a vendetta for some long beholden grudge. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It is. It is what it is. So, would you like to recap what happened with Aranon and Ellie last week? Norm? <laughs> yeah, we got really far down the road. So, what happened was uh, Aranon and Ellie uh, left the inn, went to the job board, looked at a couple jobs... Uh, Aranon picked the one that was more likely to give him some. Uh, are you flexing? Uh, my muscles are sore. I helped someone move yesterday. Well, move by, move a ton of shit. So, I mean, yeah, yes, I could flex, but it's more <laughs> just, you know, when your muscles are sore, and you just kind of it's like, uh, yeah. It's really weird too because this bicep is way more tender than this one for whatever reason. I don't I could, know why. I that could is. give you a guess. <laughs> Shut it. That's right. I was going to make a comment about how my wrists are really sore from raking for like six hours yesterday. Raking. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I figured I would get that joke in before you did. <laughs> anyway, uh, so right. I went to the job board, picked out a job that is going to service Aranon to the best of his extent versus helping others, which is <clears throat> seems to be Ellie's forte. So they embarked on a journey to... I don't remember the name of the place. Nomengard. You're Nomengard. trying to get to Nomengard. Trying to get to Nomengard. And about five minutes into the trip, Ellie wow. wandered off the side of the road. Five, five minutes game time. Five minutes game time. So probably half a, half a day into the trip. Something like that. Yeah. Know, give or take. Time is elusive. A good ways into the trip. Um, well, the interesting point is that Aranon was kind of leading and wasn't finding Nomergon or no, Nomergon, fuck, World of Warcraft <laughs> reference, Nomengard. Um, 
he wandered off a little bit from where he should have been headed, and they stumbled upon someone being attacked. Yep. So we went down. It was kind of in a, a windmill type situation, and it was being attacked by a thing. Manticore. That, ant, Manticore. That's right. Yeah. You're gonna have to remind me of all these names because I am not gonna remember. No, that's fine. Uh, woman inside the windmill is being attacked by a manticore. Ellie, of course, wanted to help. Aranon wanted to keep going. Um, so there was a nice, really, really, really long battle in which Aranon fell, and then Ellie fell, and then the woman helped Ellie get up after Ellie helped Norm or Aranon. Refer to myself in the third person. That's great. Yeah. And uh, at the end, the manticore died, and now we are in the windmill with Ellie and the woman and Aaron on, and uh, trying to get back on the road. So you had just right, just looked out the window, and the manticore is on the on the ground. Yeah, laying on the ground expelled its last breath what would you like to do so i'm going to tell them to hold on a second i'm going to run down because there's a couple things i need to do real quick i need to i'm going to run down and grab my my uh oh i wish my computer would turn on so i could look at all my stats look at my my sword or grab my sword because i rapier. left that by the fireplace my rapier mm -hmm. and but i also want to be sure that the manticore is actually dead okay so uh, you head down the stairs, and you get to the door, you open the door, and it's laying there in front of you. It does not seem to be moving at all. Um, need you to make a medicine check to determine whether or not it is actually dead. All right. Do you have my sheet up in front of you at all? Um, no, but I can rather quickly. Um, I actually just need to... Actually, I'll have it up in a second. Um... The computer I have that I usually do it on is it had updates and then it wouldn't turn on and then it's. Blocked. I thought you said you were ready this morning, Norm. I I was, but then as we started, my computer shut down because of updates. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Uh your medicine's plus two. Yep. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Uh you start exploring around the Manticore like you would. Um. You see several wounds from it. You realize it is not breathing. It is not moving. Um, you believe this thing is 100% dead. Okay. So is there anything I can take off of it that would help us on our journey? Is there any magical properties or anything I can... Um, you may be able to harvest some of the spines on the tail that would be have a poison in them. Um, there is some danger in doing so. <laughs> Like you understand danger? What? Yeah, you you could poison yourself if you don't do too well at this. Okay. So let me take a look at my sheet here. What so what stat would I use for that? Survival. You'd be making a survival check to I'm gonna do it because I have plus four on survival. Alright. Oh. No natural one, no natural one, no natural one. <laughs> Oh, also, we should 
we should probably say that last week uh, the dice gods were not happy with no the anything dice Ellie nice. Ellie did. So hopefully, hopefully today will be a bit of a different situation. Nineteen, so twenty-three. 19. You twenty-three total. Yep. You are able to pull out safely three of these manticore spines from its tail. Uh, the rest of them, those are the good ones. You went for the ones that looked like they were most intact, that didn't have any like scarring on them. Uh, you were able to do this carefully. What would you like to do with them now that you have them removed? Uh, I'm going to put them in my backpack for now. Okay. So how do I go about doing that? Do I just add it to my manage equipment? Yeah, and I think um, I think you can actually just type. I don't know. I don't play often enough. To... <laughs> Should be able to type to add it in. How do we you may spell? To, we may have to create them. If you want to write them down on a um, piece of paper that you have them. Hmm. Paper. All right. Um, inventory. Oh, here, custom items. Add custom item. Um, can I change? Yep. Oh, that's how you do it. I think. I think maybe. I don't know. Never mind. I don't know what I'm doing. All right. I'll add it after. I'll just yeah. manually write well, it down dig into that um how do you spell manticore m-a-n-t-a-c-o-r uh m-a-n-t-i-c-o-r-e scales spines spines good lord i'm messing everything up already no it's okay three you are all good so would this be something i could attach like to my arrows possibly i mean you attaching them to your arrows or having somebody like have somebody yeah you could have someone or at least extract the poison to use on your arrows or someone may be able to make arrows with them so use them as the arrowheads or something yeah okay you just have to find someone that can craft that stuff so When you uh, you go recover your rapier, as you were going to do, you come back to the door. As you're coming back to the door, you see the woman sitting there. She says, is dead? Yes? Yeah, is dead. Oh, thank you so much. My name is Adabra Gwyn. I'm sure it is. You can call me Addy. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky you guys came along at that moment. Um, your your friend is upstairs. Upstairs, she's weak, but she's stable. Um, would would you come inside, please? All right, I'm gonna go inside. I'm gonna thank her for helping too. Thank you. Oh well, it's what I need to do out here. Um, when you see, when you, when she mentions her name, mm -hmm. you remember, um, a job posting 
from the job board about going to try and convince Adabra Gwyn to come back to the city to be safe. Uh, you know she's an alchemist. Uh, she works out here by herself. And they were concerned about her safety alone out in the woods with the dragon sightings. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her why she is so far outside of town with the danger of the dragon. If a manticore can't get to me, well, how's the dragon gonna get to me? I'm safe within my tower here. The manticore would have gotten to you if we wouldn't have come along. Or it wouldn't have gotten in. It would have gotten to you. I'll agree to disagree with you on that. So is there a reason why you don't want to go back into town? I see no need to. Um, the people there are not the most educated. Some of them think I'm a witch. Um, to be in a town where half the populace believes I'm a witch be a constant state of harassment to me. Here out on my hill, in my tower, they can call me a witch, and they all stay away. No one wants to venture close to her. So, except those that truly know that I am an alchemist. Can't you teach them? Only those willing to accept the truth. Sometimes the truth is a hard thing There are truths in life. Some people have personal truths that they cannot deny. And if they believe something, they believe it, whether it is actually the truth or not. A factual truth or a... Um, oh, I... <laughs> my mind is not working so well. There's a name for the specific type of truth that it is. That's okay. I know what you're trying to say. So what... Until this dragon until this dragon is taken care of is there any way to convince you to go back to town any assurances that I can give you no not so much leave all my supplies behind I, I could not it, it would be a great undertaking for me to move back to town but it is okay is there anyone that we could have come and help you No, I don't have anyone. <clears throat> it's it's better this way, trust me. If we stopped back here on our way back to town and helped you carry stuff back to town, would you come with us? It is not likely, but if I... um. If I gave you a note saying I was perfectly safe and secure, you would turn that in to Mr. Wester, I'm assuming, is the one that wants me to come back to town. You give that to Mr. Wester, assuring that I am safe in my own handwriting. It should be enough for him. 
I will accept that note. Okay. But if you change your mind, we'll stop back on our way back through. That is fair. So she uh, she goes over to a little table and grabs a little piece of parchment, dips a pen in some ink and scribbles it out and folds it up and seals it with some sealing wax. She's kind of shaking it, getting it to cool off as she comes back to you. She hands you a little, the little folded piece of parchment. Is there anything I can do for you? Specifically, I mean, you did help me take care of the manticore. Uh, is there anything you can do for Ellie? I can heal her. We will need some time. Just the night, probably. When you spend the night here, uh, leave in the morning on to wherever you were headed. Where were you headed out of curiosity? People don't find their way this way much. Uh, we're on our way to Nomengard. Ah. Well, you're a bit too far to the east if you're coming from Phandalin. Or no, I'm sorry. The west. My apologies. You need to head more to the east. It's a little south and a little east from here. Probably about a half a day's journey yet. Do you know anything about the area? Or do you know anything about the people that live there? Uh, they're gnomes. Um, it's not a great... It's not a city, per se. It's a series of underground caves. Uh, that all the entrances are um, at the mouth of a river, basically. Waterfall out of one, a couple of the caves, land into a pool. And I've never actually been in there, but I've seen it from the outside. It's a beautiful place. There is... Is the entrance hidden? Uh, it's kind of in a little valley. I mean, it's not out in the open here. Here we are type thing. But it's not behind like a giant boulder that I have to push away. No, nothing like that. There's several entrances. Uh, you may need to climb to get to a couple of them. But for the most part, it's a uh, kind of obvious it's there once you get there. But okay. it's just getting getting down that valley by the river. I suppose you happen to have a map of the tunnels, huh? I do not. I've, like I said, I've never been inside. I've only seen it from the outside. All right, let's go up and uh, take a look and see what we can do for Ellie. Is there any, as a side note, are there any potions or anything you can we can maybe buy from you or you'd be willing to give us for our journey? Uh, I gave you two already. I do normally sell these at 50 gold, but those two were... On the house, per se. Uh, I do have a few more if you wish to buy some. And I can actually, I will give you one. I will give you another one for your journey. And thanks. You can mark a potion of healing. But I do need to make money. So the rest of them I will need to charge if you want them. I do have three others currently. All right, well, our finances are not in a place where that is doable right now, so. Okay, I understand. 
So let's go uh, and take a look at Ellie and see see what we can do for her. I tell you what, if you give me two of those spines you got, I can give you another potion. And then when you stop back, maybe I'll have something else for you as well. It's a little unsettling because you didn't think she saw you do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and barter with her and say one scale for one potion. With one... I can give you one scale for one potion, or one spine, one potion for one spine, but uh, I may not have anything for you when you come back. All right, I'm going to give her two spines. Okay. Thank you very much, she says. And she takes them and hands you another potion. So you have one spine now and, and two, two potions. potions of healing. Yeah, I, I, I can't pass up the unknown. It could be really cool. <laughs> All right. Um, so then you guys proceed to have a dinner, a meal, and take care of Ellie. She's, um, she just, she brews a broth. With several different herbs and stuff. <laughs> several different and herbs and spices. <laughs> herbs and herbs and spices, and uh, it's, it smells kind of pungent. But she feeds it slowly to Ellie, and um, you don't notice it because eventually you um go to take your rest. But she is still asleep when you go to take your rest. Uh, the night is uneventful. Um, no other manticores or sounds unnatural from the woods. You wake the next morning. Am I getting hit points back or anything? Or am yep. I? Yep. This would be a long rest. Okay. So you can hit the long rest button at the top and then confirm that long rest. It says reset maximum hit point changes during yep. the rest. Okay. Yep. And confirm. The long rest is taken, so you'll get all your hit points back that you were missing. When you wake in the morning, Ellie is sitting there with Addie, and they are talking. It didn't do anything. Come on. Didn't do anything? Confirm. You hit the long rest there button. Take long rest, and then you got to confirm as yeah, well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that confirm program. button wasn't popping up. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> I was like, why is this not working? Um, and I didn't gain a level last time, did I? No. Okay. Nope. Depending on how this goes, you may this time. <laughs> uh, you wake in the morning to see Ellie and Addie sitting at the table with what looks to be a coffee or a tea pot in between them drinking and chatting talking about the village talking about um different things you know coffee talk 
what I'm would gonna, you like? I'm going to go over to the table, sit down, and ask them if they have any coffee or tea or whatever. Uh, Ed, Eddie looks at you and says, well, this it's not coffee. Um, it's kind of a tea. It is, uh, honestly, it's it's a bit better than coffee. Here's here. And she pours you a cup of it. I'll drink it. It is a strong, um, it's not dark like coffee. It's like a, like a green tea looking color, but it is, it has a very strong, um, like cinnamon honey texture or taste to it. Um, very clean. It doesn't leave much of an aftertaste in your mouth or anything like that. Um, it's, it's enjoyable. You, you actually enjoy drink here. Um, you don't notice anything immediately, but it doesn't seem bad. So, Excellent. So I ask them what they're talking about. Oh, just where we came from, what we're, what we're going to do, Ellie says. Um, I have a better idea of how to get to, to Nomengard. Um, I'm somewhat familiar with the region she's talking about, so I think I know the river. If we can find the river, then we just head south along the river. We should come to it. As long as you know where we're going. We just got to find the river, and that's to the east. So if we head east... Southeast? Well, if we find the river to the east, and then we, when we find the river, we head south. Ah. He's so difficult sometimes, she says as she looks at <laughs> Addie. Addie just kind of chuckles as she's into her cup as she's taking a drink. It doesn't really say anything about it. So I'm going to say, so considering the last time I listened to you straight up, we both almost died. I am at liberty to ask you inquiring questions about your judgment. My judgment? Let's not forget how we met, my friend. Me pulling you out of the woods after fighting a goblin? Are you going to hold that over my head forever? Uh, maybe. She grins. <laughs> I'm waiting outside. Okay. Um, you go ahead outside. The body to the manticore is no longer there. You see uh, drag. Oh, go ahead. You see drag marks for about 20 feet, dragging it out into the ruins. And then it just like it disappeared. I slowly walk backwards back into the windmill. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, say, uh, you may want to come outside and look at this. Okay. Addie stands up as... Actually, she she turns from Ellie. Addie and Ellie were like stood up. They were saying goodbyes and stuff. Addie turns around and just kind of looks at you quizzically and then, okay. And she comes walking out to the front door and she looks and she's like, huh. Seems the wildlife may have taken care of our, uh, our uh, body. If by wildlife you mean something large and able to fly because it's dragged and then nothing, then you are correct. Clearly, um, I have no idea what it is, though. She rolled a one on her survival check to notice anything odd about it. 
It, it was clearly taken by something that could fly. So, I don't know what that would be. Maybe a dragon. I don't know. I have not seen it. I have only heard the rumors. Before you walk too far outside of the front door, I'm going to look around to see if I notice any dragons or anything flying around that can get us. Uh, make an investigation check. Okay, so investigation is plus three. Yep. 19 plus three is 22. 22. Dice gods love me. Screw Ellie. You, you look around, you see nothing in the sky. Um, as you kind of look at where the body was, you do see large, like, claw marks in the ground, like something landed. Like, oh. really heavy, like, imp like impressions? Um, uh, yeah. Yep, impressions and, um, yeah. So... Whatever it was, was large, had big claws, and flew away with the manticore body. You're assuming, based on all the rumors, dragon. And then, yeah. Yeah. But I don't see anything immediately around us. There is nothing immediately around you, and there's nothing that absolutely confirms it was a dragon either. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's about time to hit the road. Okay. Uh, Ellie says her goodbyes to Addy, and um, as you do, you say goodbye, or do you just start walking away? No, I'm gonna say goodbye. Okay. She says, "Take care of yourself. Um, remember, it may be um, just an idea. I know you bought them and you traded for them, but one of those potions may be better served in her hands as well. Just so you each have one." I'm just saying. All right. You're probably right. I'm going to give Ellie one. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I didn't think of handing it off. <laughs> just mark that Ellie has it on your sheet. Um, she pats you on the cheek and says, thank you for your help yesterday. Good luck. East is that way. And <laughs> she points. <laughs> <laughs> I say good luck to her as well, and we head out east. Okay. You guys head east. You do eventually find a, um, like, a that you find the wood line where the woods pick up again and um, make a survival check as you find the wood line. Because it, it's pretty dense woods. Uh, 16 total. You're able to find a game trail into the woods, and it's not overly wide you got to walk single file through it but you're making your way through the woods comfortably i'm gonna go first okay um as you're traveling through uh the this denser wooded area i need a perception check from you you uh eight total four eight plus total. four perception all right um as you're walking along, uh, you suddenly feel something grab your backpack and pull on you to try and stop you. And it's it's Ellie. She says, stop, stop, hang on. And you turn around and look at her. And she takes her staff and, like, runs it through this, like, cobweb that's across the trail that you did not notice because you were looking at your feet 
for good footing because the rock is kind of there. She rolled a 16. I kind of wish she hadn't. <laughs> it would have been fun. It would have been fun. But uh, she clears the path for you with her staff, kind of wiping it off on something. <clears throat> Uh, and you continue on your way. I'm going to ask her what that was. Like, if she knew what that was. It looks like it's something from a spider of some sort. Um, and not seeing a lot of it around, so I think we're relatively safe. Um, Fair enough. That that was no small spider, I will say that much. <laughs> so. Uh, you You continue on, and end up out on a main trail. Uh, I need a survival check from you because Ellie has no clue at this point. Uh, 7 plus 4 is 11. Alright. Uh, you determine that if you take a right onto this main trail, you'd be heading east. So as you continue on um you eventually hear the sound of running water as you come to a uh, creek. The The woods have, they aren't as dense here as they were earlier. And as you come to the creek, uh, the sun is in the sky. It's a bright, sunshiny day. There's the, the sounds of the woods around you. It's actually very, very peaceful, almost like a, like a mood track that you'd listen to to relax. Soundscapes. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and if I had one right now, I'd be playing it, but I don't have one. Um, do you think we should uh, rest here for a minute before heading south? Yeah, it seems like a good place. Get some water, rest up. We've been walking for a while, probably time. Yep, she pulls out some rations from her bag and like splits it, you know, like Sam splitting the, the mm -hmm. Lambus bread. And mm -hmm. She tosses you a piece of it and um, fills her water skin at the river. I'm going to do the same. Uh, she, as she's sitting there, um, she looks up and, one point and very very seriously is looking at you like looking you straight in the eye thank you for what saving me hmm? i know i know i joked back at you that i saved you but that that could have been my life I didn't think you would have been in any major danger. You would have recovered and gotten out of the woods on your own eventually. Had I not had your help back there, had I not had Addie's help, I would have been gone. So, thank you. We'll call it even. No need to thank me. I manticore versus, versus a goblin. I hardly think that's even <laughs> fair. 
but if you want to, I appreciate it. Have you ever been to Nomengard? I have not. Me either. Addie knew very little about it. She said she had heard rumors something that something weird about magic, so I don't know what that is. But it's got me a little concerned that my magic may not function the same way if we go in. Hmm. <clears throat> so did she didn't say how strong the magic was, did she? No, just that it was different. It was wild. It did different or extra things. It adds to your own magic. So it could be helpful. Maybe. Could be hurtful, though, too. I'm nervous. So well, I just wanted to make you aware in case... I did something and it, it went wrong. I'm I'm not I'm gonna try and avoid using my magic if I can. But how good are you with your staff? Good enough to clobber a goblin. I don't mm, that's unsettling. Well let's let's worry about that when we actually get there. Yeah. Um, I do know that, uh, Nomengard is ruled by two kings. Um, last I heard, it's a low population. It's just a little settlement. There's like 20, 25 gnomes that live there. Um, the fantastic in, in, inventors though, they, they make all kinds of magical items Maybe that's where they get their magic from. Hmm. Could be. Are they all magical? Or is it just a certain area? I think it may be the area that's magic. They So not, they the, draw... not the gnomes themselves, just the yeah. maybe the hill or the area that they've settled in. Yeah. Again, I've I've never been there, so I'm going off of other people's stories. She sighs and puts the last bit of a ration in her mouth and takes a swig of water. Well, shall we? Yeah, let's get to it. So you stand up and you start uh, heading down the river, making your way down the river. I assume you take the lead again? Yep, uh, and I'm assuming we're headed south? Yes. <laughs> yes. You believe you are headed south. Uh, is there any way for me to... You know you're headed south. Okay. Addy verified that the river flows north. So you're going upstream. Okay. And that should be taking you south. So. Um, it's rather uneventful. You see some fish in the stream as you go by. Um, there's a deer across the river at one point drinking water. I uh, make a dexterity check. Or do you try and scare the deer? <laughs> I was going to say, I assume when you see it that you want to hold and try and... But if you want to scare it, you can just scare it. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> you assume that I want to what? 
I assume that you want to be cautious and look at it and see it as you walk by. Ah, I don't care. Not disturb it. You don't care? I don't care. Okay. You kick a rock at one point, the thing head pops up, it looks for a little bit, and then you, uh, you make another stick crack or something, it turns and bolts off into the woods. Ellie, kind of, you hear a sigh from her, like, it was a beautiful creature. Well, if I would have, uh, if we would have had more time, that beautiful creature would have been dinner. Well, that's fair as long as we eat. Would have been a lot of waste, though. We can't eat that much. I'm sorry. I'm sure we could have carried some of it. For a day or two, maybe, but then it would have started going bad. Ah. It's, yeah. All right. Then your day continues on as you guys kind of talk about... She talks about her religion... At one point, she gets in, into a, talking about Lathander and the things that she's learned and the things that she believes. Um, if she would challenge... have been able to see my face, she would have seen my eyes roll out of the back of my head. <laughs> do you actually challenge her on any of it? Or do you just listen to her? Uh, how long has she been talking about it? <laughs> mm, probably about a half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, I'm a challenger. I make a persuasion check. <laughs> we'll just go that route rather than talk this all through. Uh, eight and three, so eleven. Eleven. Um, she rolls her eyes and stands firm in her belief, and she had a seventeen. So she, what you were trying to convince her of, she's like, no, this is what, this is the way it is. This is the way it has been. And so you guys keep moving on, having a little bit of a religious debate as you move on down the river. Eventually it starts getting hillier as uh, the sun's getting lower in the sky, not real low, not dinner twilight or anything but you know it's late afternoon mm -hmm. or mid, mid afternoon ish and you hear a waterfall sound like you hear a ton of water falling and splashing and you see ahead it kind of goes down a little ways and turns the river turns into a rock formation basically kind of ducking away out of your direct line of sight. Okay. Is there any place that I could go to get a better view of it without necessarily being seen? Um, to see it specifically, it would be difficult. Um, you have probably the best vantage point as this seems to... Actually, no, it wouldn't be coming down. It goes up. It does not come down. It goes up into a hill. So you'd be able to make a survival check. If you got out to the west, possibly. Yeah. Uh, nine total. Um, you, as you're scanning out to the west side to try and see someplace where you might be able to get above this, you don't see anywhere that looks like it would be a real safe climb 
to get an upper view. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to... Uh, all right. No time like the present. How, how are you feeling? Do you feel any magical issues? <laughs> I don't feel anything yet. It, everything feels very normal. Um, should we just go up the river? Does the river lead to the opening? That's what Addie said. So yeah, let's let's try that. Let's be just kind of be cautious though. Kind of keep your eyes open, and uh, if you feel anything weird, let me know. Okay. Um. She ends up going up the river. Are you letting her lead, or are you going to lead? I think I'm still going to lead. Okay. Um. Do, 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 do. And then let's see, I'm trying to give you the map that I have here for you. Um, do, do, do. And set. There you go. That's the map that you have. Um, so you're coming in from what is the north end of this map? <clears throat> You're on the west side of the um, river. Okay. As you're, as you're coming in. I'm trying to get all these set up because I have my own map for this. <laughs> it has things marked on it that you can't know about. Um, so you're coming in on the west side of the river there. As you come up, you come around the corner and you see a bridge and this waterfall beyond it. Um, there are two small islands out in the middle of the water that have different mushrooms on them. Um, there's like some, some uh, red mushrooms and some purple ones and some green ones in various patches on those two little islands. Um, to your right, up a 30-foot cliff face, um, is a cave that you can see. There's also one that's on the opposite side of it that seems to have a small path you might be able to walk up. Um, a little bit further in from that one is, it's not as tall, but it is as steep as the one on the other side, there's no path to it really, but it's about a 20-foot climb up into that cave. And then there are the two caves on either side of that bridge. Those are the five caves that you see that would lead into... So which one is the easiest one to get into? The one on the... When you're looking at the map, the mm -hmm. one on the east side of the river with the little path on it, that would be the easiest one to get into. That You don't think... That one would be difficult. All the rest of them look like you would need to climb. How good are you at climbing, Ellie? How good am I at climbing? Um, uh, I don't know. Not very. All right. I, I, I think our best option would be to... Well, first of all, what do you know about mushrooms? Uh, mushrooms, mushrooms, there's lots of stuff you can do with mushrooms. Um, 
because you can eat some of them. Um, some of them I wouldn't recommend eating unless you like seeing strange, fantastical things. Hmm. Um, I, I can know you tell them apart? Uh, I've never actually seen these strange, fantastical things. I know they use them in medicine. Um, I, I haven't seen those mushrooms before. Uh, my understanding is that the gnomes use these. Ellie, or Eddie said they had um, several purposes for their mushrooms. So she didn't know what they were, but she knows that they harvest them. Do you, hmm. Do you think that Addie would be able to use these if we picked them? Possibly. Can we make it out to that island? Um, is yes. It, is it deep water or is it walkable? Uh, it's three feet deep. Maybe waist high, a little bit higher than that. Robin Hood men in tights. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to walk over to that island. Uh, actually, we're going to take a look around. I'm going to take a look around first and see if anybody's like spotted us or see if. Okay, make a perception check. Uh, Twelve plus four, sixteen. Sixteen. You don't see anyone around. It's relatively quiet, other than the fall, the waterfall, mm -hmm. the sound of the waterfall and the water hitting the ground, or the water hitting the pool below. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go out to that island and and pick some of those mushrooms and uh, see if we can't make use of them somehow. Okay, you get out to the island. There are three different colored mushrooms out on the island. Uh, there are some bright red ones, uh, some dark green ones, and these kind of violet, pinkish, purple ones. I think we're gonna pick a handful of each one. Okay. Um, yeah, you're fine to do that. You pick a handful of each one, store it in your backpack. Yeah, I don't want to carry too many. Um, so I think we're going to go across to the east side of the, you know, continue over to the other side and then go into that one where Ellie's not going to fall off the face of the cliff and, you know, <laughs> die. That is probably a good idea. Okay, so you um, trudge through the water, you get up out of it, and you're just dripping. Ellie's grabbing, like, the bottoms of her like robe and trying to wring it out so she isn't carrying a ton of water with her and uh the little trail that's about two feet wide that winds up the side of this cliff to this cave lays before you all right i'm uh are, are we in the mouth of the cave or are we just kind of off to the side uh it's it is above you are this whole area is like a valley almost oh so I, it's a winding trail going up yeah that's a winding trail that heads up and to a cave mouth okay yeah so we're gonna start walking up i'm gonna 
kind of keep my eyes open and see if, like, is there anything that's dangerous that I can see that's around? Um, I am going to back us up for a minute. Okay. Um, these mushrooms are not small mushrooms. I am sorry. They're two feet tall. <laughs> so you have cut away a chunk of each one, each of the different colors. Yeah, I'm not carrying that. Like, no, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot that. Um, so as you get to the, you don't need to roll anything to climb this uh, little winding trail. As you get to the top, um, you come to a cave. Uh, the ceiling of the cave is about seven feet high. Um, it's uh, it's illuminated. There are hanging lanterns, like it looks like oil lanterns, uh, down the hallway. Um, they all seem to be attached to like a rope and pulley like they lower the lantern to a gnome level height to light it or refill it and then raise it back up <laughs> so all these little pulleys run along the cave and their lantern hangs above um how like how high uh the the cave ceilings are seven feet okay so you'll you'll you can walk under these lanterns, but they're only a couple inches, maybe a foot over your head at most. Are they lit? Yes. Yeah, they are lit. It is the source of light for these caves. There is no other light in these caves. Um, I'm going to ask Ellie how she's feeling at this point. I feel okay. I don't feel threatened. Um, my magic seems fine. I don't know, though. I haven't tried casting anything. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... As you look in the in the cave right here, mm -hmm. um, there you can see that the path goes straight ahead to what looks like a dead end from where you're standing. But you see, there is also a um, a turn before that, shortly uh, to the left when you start entering it. I'm going to hold on a second here. I'm going to add something. Okay. Hey, that's a little big. That's what she said. Mm. <laughs> hey, -o. so I'm adding up into the upper left hand corner, a map of what we're seeing. So that way people following along can Okay. Actually, see what we're doing. Yep. I might, I might actually do that for going forward. I might have to do that. All right. Good to go. Okay. Okay. So, so you have the you have the path leading forward, and then it turns off to the left. Uh, make a perception check. I was going to say, I'm assuming that all the little icons on this map mean absolutely nothing to me at this point. Because you don't know what just a generic map and there's... Yep. You don't know what they are. I know what they are because I read the adventure. Oh. <laughs> 11. 11. Four plus whatever... Uh, plus four, four is 15. 15. Okay. Um, 
as you get to that first um, Y where you can choose to either go left or keep going straight, mm -hmm. you hear from ahead of you um, a little bit of laughter, like almost manical laughter, and uh, like machinery, like a sing thunk, sing thunk, sing thunk, click 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 click, sing thunk. And you hear that coming from down the hall in front of you. So refresh my memory. We're going after a magical item to bring back, right? Or we're going Correct. At... Yeah. Uh, he, want, he wants a magical item from the gnomes. Yeah. Now the Wesker. question is... The question I struggle with is do I want to sneak around and try to just take it without them knowing or do I want to talk to them man Ellie's looking at you expectantly I'm sure she is be patient woman don't you woman me <laughs> wait what, what, what why what's giving you a pause here there's well, clearly someone down that way we could go that way there is introduce ourselves do you know these gnomes are friendly i don't know i've never been here do you feel like fighting an entire clan of gnomes in their home base you make a good point i don't feel like fighting period we could go introduce ourselves. And if they ask us to leave, we leave. Then maybe we can just go ask for an item. That that would be the best way. I, I think we're going to try to avoid them. Uh, if we run across people, we'll just say we're lost and we need to talk to somebody. But I think at this point, we're going to kind of sneak around. I don't, I'm not trusting these gnomes yet. Okay. Let's, let's go left. Okay. She sighs. As you go left, you move down the hallway about 15 feet or so, and it opens into a dining room. Uh, there are several chairs and table, uh, stout wooden table. Uh, there's dishware and utensils on it. Everything looks miniaturized for you. Like, it'd be half the size you would need if you were actually to sit here. Very clearly set up for gnomes. There isn't anyone present here. Um, but you do hear the sounds of a... You're looking at the dining room, you're assuming it's a, um, a kitchen, maybe. Because you, you hear pots and pans and clanking and cooking happening. So, but I'm I can't quite tell where the kitchen is. Uh, no, you see an entrance leading out of this room mm -hmm. on the other side, but halfway down the wall. An exit, I should say. Sound seems to be coming from that direction.
feel like the kitchen's the wrong way, Ellie. I can't imagine they'd have anything over in this direction. Um, let's go a little bit further. You're going to go further in? Yeah, we're going to go a little bit further in. Okay, so you go a little further in. There's that. You go about 10 feet in. There's a turn off to the right. And uh, what you assume is the kitchen with all the sounds coming from in front of you. They seem muffled, though. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, which way? Uh, straight? Yeah. Or let's... are you turning to the right? No, let's go straight. You go straight. You come to the end of the hall and to your right, you turn and about five feet in. There is a wooden door there. Sound coming from the other side of it. Is there like a keyhole or anything? Um, yeah. Uh, it's the the whole door it's fitted wood um it has rusty iron handles and hinges um looks like it it would work but um it does stand before you there is a keyhole but you're not sure whether or not it's actually locked i'm gonna try and look through the keyhole Okay. When you uh, make a perception check. Eight plus four is 12. Eight plus four is 12. Um, as you crouch down to look through the keyhole, you realize that there is no actual locking me mechanism on the door. And about the second you realize there's no locking mechanism on the door, the door swings open and pops you in the head. Yeah, of course it does. Uh... Take three points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, damn it. And you hear a... A small voice from the other side go, I just... Damn it! Look out! Wow! Look over here! And a pan, like, rolling on the ground. And this little hand kind of pulls back the door. There's a little gnome standing there. Um, let's see. Hang on. Which one is this? Uh, this little female gnome. Who Who are you? Oh, I apologize. I'm Aranon. I am... Uh, we seem to be lost. We wandered into your cave looking for someone and, uh, and we're kind of turned around. You, you're looking for who? You you should you should you should go um you should go speak to Fiddlestib. Fiddlestib or or, or Dabble Dabble Dab. Uh they're in the workshop. Um that's 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 on the other side of the cave system. But go talk to them. They know they know about things. This this is a kitchen. You don't need to be here. There's nothing in here you need. It's just our foodstuffs. And you can see beyond them there is a there's a another female gnome just stoking a fire. And there's a male gnome up on a stool, and he's got a he's got one of those big mushrooms, and he's using this contraption to like squeeze it, almost like you would juice something. And there's this oil pouring out of the bottom of this red mushroom, and he's capturing it in this little pail, and he's pressing that, and that's what you see from there. You're muted. 
<laughs> what is that? I don't see any pots or pans or. Oh, uh, you you see lots of pots and pans. So you see it another... looks like a kitchen. It looks like a kitchen. Um, he's doing the one. Uh, gnome is doing something with uh, one of the red mushrooms. Mm-hmm. There are there's a table that has several loaves of bread, but they're like green. Okay. Um, all just kind of piled on. There's clearly a mess of some sort of stew in front of you on the ground. I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going, um, can you take us to them? We don't want to intrude on anybody else. I, um, uh, um, just, just, um, go, go this way, go back the way you came and then take the, take the left there. Um, and follow the follow the curve around. Um, oh no, that's gonna lead you that way. Um, maybe. Are you sure? There's what can? Is there any reason why you can't help us? I'm, I'm I'm making food. I'm actually I'm making wine. But I'm but I need to do that. And and now I need to make a whole another batch. So I need to clean this up. Um, follow follow the follow the path down that way. Okay, okay, bye. And she starts just going to clean up the stuff. You get the you get the feeling. Um, go ahead and make an insight check. Honestly, that would be a better way to do this. Uh, eight total. Eight total. Uh, you don't seem to notice it, but Ellie grabs your arm, and she she kind of whispers to you. They seem to be scared about something. This doesn't seem normal from what I've interacted with gnomes before. She's very flighty. I'm I'm actually going to say to the gnome, I'm going to call out to her again and say, are you okay? You you really need to talk to Fiddlestibber Devil Bob. Um, um, just... Head back the way you came, and and you'll find them. And she's like cleaning up this mess of stuff. It's purple, all over the floor. Hmm. Oops. Chunks, chunks of, um, chunks of purple goo. Chunks of purple stuff floating in a purple goo. All right, let's go, Ellie. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe I should lead. She says. <laughs> I I think I'm going to lead yet. Okay. Um, hang on one second. And she takes a, a cloth and like dabs your forehead. She says you're bleeding. <laughs> and kind of wipes that up and folds it up and puts it away. Stupid door. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back the way we came. <clears throat> okay, are you going back through the dining room? Or are you going to turn left and head towards that arced Well, I kind of want to go back through the dining room, but I also really kind of want to go the way that he initially said, but then told me, no, don't go that way because there's that there. So I'm going to, I'm going to go the way that he initially told me to go. Okay. Ellie, let's go left and see which way he didn't want us to go. Okay. So you go down uh, that way and curves as you turn left and you go down the hall there it curves to your right and there's another opening there when you get to that branch where there opens into that other room 
there is you start hearing the the machinery sounding giggle you heard before uh like that click 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 funk yeah <laughs> or that works click 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 funk and you're hearing that sound being repeated and the giggling as the oh you don't know what it is <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to peek into the room you peek into the room and you see these they look like oversized crabs, uh, but clearly mechanical. It, it's like a half of a half of like a wine cask with a cover on it, with like legs that come off of it, and these like pincers that, like seriously, it looks like a big <laughs> puppy. Pause for puppy. So, uh, the the sound Norm is hearing is actually another contraption that the gnomes have created, and it's actually a gnome inventor who's a little nuts. So, I'm trying to create some uncertainty with him by just giving him the sounds that he's hearing, um, and trying to make it seem a little unstable with the uh, laughter, which it honestly is. Hey, look at that! There's a puppy. There's a puppy. That's Gus Gus. Gus Gus! Yeah! <laughs> I like Gus. Gus is a good puppy. Oh, but he's being loud for whatever reason. So, somebody drove by the house and honked the horn. Oh, Gus. It's okay. Alright. <laughs> yeah, everybody just got their eardrums blown out based on that. Yeah, probably. exactly. Um, so you're looking at these, they don't seem to be moving, but it seems like someone could actually, like, like it's got a cockpit. It looks like a small tank type thing that you could get inside of. Uh, you could probably fit inside of it, but it would be very cramped. Um, it looks more gnome based size, obviously. There's the one off to the left, and then you see the pinchers of another one off to your right. No one in this room, though. Nobody in the room. Nobody in the room. But we could hear them talking. This isn't where that sound was coming oh. from. That sound was coming from the other direction. Uh, let's go in the room and investigate. Okay. You walk in. Um, these are... Uh, as you start looking at these, they... They have a small leather padded seat. There's several levers and pedals and gears. Um, they don't look like they're airtight, so you don't think they'd be able to go into water or anything like that. Um, they look kind of like crude forklifts, basically. <laughs> they look like they're used to move stuff around. Mm -hmm. um, they're they don't look like they'd be used for anything delicate at all. Uh, they do seem like they'd fit through the passages you've been in so far. Like, it, they could probably crawl around this entire establishment based on what you've seen. Um, yeah, that's what you see. There's there's a third one being built, too, that you didn't notice earlier. Is Can we look inside the casks, or are they, like... Can we yeah, wait. Well, when you open... Like it's got, it's almost like a cockpit. When you open up the cask and look inside, that's where the seat is oh, with okay. all the levers and stuff. It's like they took the cask. I gotcha. 
as the base for it because hey we can ride in a cask and then determined oh hey we need something to help move stuff so they made these i'm asking ellie if she's ever have you ever seen anything like this before no this is actually kind of kind of marvelous and she uh she literally tries to climb into one and sit and she can get in there and she could sit in there and you could probably close the top but she's gonna be in there like real it'll be really kind of tight like andre the giant in a mini yeah yeah something like that uh she's careful she does not break anything she does not oh, that's good uh, doesn't start it or move it or anything like that so she didn't roll a natural one <laughs> no, no exactly All right. actually it was not even she would have could have moved something or broken something with more so um all right let's keep going okay do so you turn you head out and you follow that hallway the same way yep it kind of dead end uh, not dead ends but stops and turn takes a sharp turn to the left when it takes a sharp turn to the left i need you to make a dexterity saving throw crap Ooh, good uh 17 plus What the heck's my dexterity? Oh, excuse me. Oh, uh, plus three, so a 20. Okay, so you turn and you see it and you shove Ellie back down the hallway a little bit and you drop to the floor as a crossbow bolt comes sailing in, hits the wall, and sticks there. Thong, and you hear laughter from down the hall. You turn and you look and down the hall there is a machine? Uh... Uh, it looks like several crossbows, heavy crossbows, in the middle of a, with a seat in the middle of them. Like the seat, like the whole thing can swivel around and turn and shoot crossbows in multiple directions. So, um, inside, sitting inside of this is a little gnome with like goggles on his head and uh, a little like white lab coat on. Um, sorry, <laughs> that's beautiful. And he kind of turns and turns and um, we can call it right there for today, and we will get uh, get your interaction with this little gnome <laughs> going forward. That's yeah. That seems like a good place to stop. That's mm -hmm. funny. Yep. So clearly, the the gnomes are uh, something's going on. They're not comfortable talking to you, specifically the ones you ran into, at least. And then one shot at you. Maybe not intentionally. He did say sorry. <laughs> well, that was very nice of him. <laughs> yes. Yay! We didn't kill you this time. <laughs> didn't even come close. No. Although you well, made me get well, hit in the head with a stupid door. I hit you in the head with a door and you dodge the crossbow bolt. So that could have been, been much worse. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely take that. So. All right. All right, guys. That I was... hope you all enjoyed that. Um, we'll see you again next week. Yeah. Good time as always. Uh, Twitter, two nerds, one quest. I'm at Tom M. Norm and that's at Wildfire1265. Yep. That'd be it.
I never remember what your Twitter handle is until I start until I start typing. In. I know it's like the Chicago Fire, Minnesota Wild, yeah, twelve sixty five. But yeah, I don't. I never yeah. remember that. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. We'll catch you folks later. Thanks, guys. Are we clear? I think.